What's up? This is Kelly Murphy. And Matt Murphy. And Matt Murphy, also known as Mama and Dad. Dad. The, the, the Rents. <laughs> the Rents. Yeah. Yes, we are filling in for our sweet Abby Murphy today, um, the owner of the That's Life Pod. Mm-hmm. The That's Life Pod that is about the transitions of life through a Christian lens. And today, you'll get a little bit of our perspective on that. So, Stay with us. I hope, or we hope, uh, that we can um, do uh, do some justice to this podcast that uh, Abby has um, done, and she'll be able to uh, be happy with our performance today or, or our content. And uh, we're looking forward to it. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you are too. Yes, and we start out with a life update, or she starts out with a life update, which we will. Do you do the life update or prayer or which? Prayer will come after the life update, okay. I think. We'll fumble our way through this a little bit, so just hang with us and show us a little grace, right? Yes, lots of grace. All right, so life update. From us or from Abby? We could, we'll fill you in more on Abby when we start, but um, Abby is in Hawaii, Mm -hmm. safe and sound, which, praise God, we're thankful for that. Um, We are currently on vacation. We put Abby on a plane and uh, got to celebrate a little bit of some, you know, things with our other daughter in Nashville before we left, and... Um, we are now here and trying to relax. That's our life update. We're it's, it's been busy, well, many weeks. We've had stuff on weekends, and uh, I've been working. Kelly's been working with the girls uh, and doing other things back in Bowling Green. So we said, let's run down to the beach and just have a long weekend and take a breath. So that's a, what we're, we're having, doing. No, we're going to have our Maymester. Yeah, that's true. So that's we've, got, master, we've yeah. got Abby's Maymester and the Belmont students. A lot of them are... Um, but why can't our May Mester last all of May? Our, our May Mester. Ours is only a few days. It is. Well, yours is only a few days. Yeah, I might true. stretch mine just a little bit longer, but that's in thanks to you. So, I well, and, that. And, um, and the, I was thinking about the life update that Abby does, always has these fun things from school and from her life and friends and all those things. And I think when you get to where we are, our life updates are about our girls, about our, our kids, and we wouldn't have it any other way. But uh, I'm not sure if there's anything else. But we are we are getting lucky enough to get a little time away, um, and that's important. So we are doing that. We're a bit on remote and on location rather than back home as well doing this. Um, so we'll be doing this for the next few weeks while Abby is uh, doing her Maymester in Hawaii and having a, a great time. And, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, talk a little bit about that as we go through. Uh, here today. So um, just, you know, hang with us and hopefully this will um, be enjoyable for, uh, we know that we're going to enjoy it, so hopefully you will too. Yes. So we will open up in prayer um, and just uh, get this thing started. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this day and thank you for the opportunity to take over this podcast um, for this month for Abby. We just um, ask that you will guide us through um, and let our words be straight from you. Just speak through us and uh, just help us to say what needs to be said for the listeners out there. Um, We love you so much and we thank you for everything you've given us and all the many blessings. Um, Just bless this podcast. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, So... In keeping with the um, the podcast, obviously, is looking at life's transitions through a Christian lens, which there's a lot that you can just continue to talk about for all of us, including everyone listening here and all that. And hopefully a lot of the 
episodes that, that Abby has talked about from her life and her life transitions have been some help to to others. I know they're, they're, they're a help to her. We've seen that too. This podcast has been a real help to her and, and to me. I listen to every week and I'm really proud of her. And, and so when Kelly and I thought about that is, well, what did we want to talk about? How did that, how does that, um, that theme mean, what does that theme mean for us? And so I guess just because it's somewhat recent is both of our daughters, we have two daughters, our oldest Morgan and uh, then Abby, um, have just recently or over uh, the last year, let's say, um, gone through uh, some significant transitions in their lives. And even even really in the last months, I mean, Abby just finished her, her freshman year and she's going on a new experience and away from home. And we'll talk a little bit about that. And our oldest daughter uh, got engaged over Christmas, which was um, you know, obviously a... a, a Big, big, big transition. Uh, big transition of life. And um, so, uh, and she's already moved a couple of times within Nashville. We helped her, helped her move into a new place. So that that transition is, is ongoing. And, and so we can talk about both of those things in terms of how we process that and how we, mm-hmm. we kind of went through those experiences. Yes. Where do we start? Well, I, so <laughs> so we maybe maybe we start even empty back. Empty nesters. Yeah, that's been that a big transition we... for us. Is is now being. So we have a year know. under our belt now. Granted, I don't think we are ever going to be empty nesters because I don't personally think either one of us even want it to be that way. Um, we are big family people and love everybody. Love it when all our little chickens are all under the. Or in the nest, or in, under the same roof, or however you want to. So I think I think that's one thing. It's it's I've, I I sort of kid with both girls, as you know, but just to tell the audience here, I, I sort of kid with both girls. But it is somewhat it is serious actually. Is that I've told them both. We are the type parents that um, you know we, we we miss our girls, and if they wanted to graduate, you know, um, college and wanted to move back home and. Live with us, that'd be fun. But I, uh, I, I said, I said that'd be fine, fine and fun. I said, but you'd be, you're gonna pay me some rent. You're gonna pay for food. <laughs> you're gonna pay for, for things. You're gonna uh, join um, uh, a part of your life that you're you're gonna have to graduate to. So, um, but both girls are uh, out and on their own, and and uh, yeah, the house is a little quieter. But what's odd is since then it hasn't felt like that, has it? It hasn't felt like I think when we thought empty nesting, which technically our you know Abby still comes home for summers, ha ha, she's really not home. But but I think when we anticipated what was coming, it was like okay, nobody's there, nobody's anything. We're just it's going to be you know everybody's like, what are you going to do with all your time, and how are you going to do all this? And I really actually think we've been busier now than we have. Well, I shouldn't say ever because it's always busy, but um, but we are very involved and we like to participate in all of their things. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I think there's been a lot more trips to Nashville. Both girls are in Nashville. Our oldest is a wedding planner at a wonderful venue there in Nashville. And, and then, of course, Abby's at Belmont. So they're both an hour away. Um, so we find ourselves back and forth from there a lot more where prior to that, we uh we didn't tend to leave Bowling Green a whole lot. We haven't, mm-hmm. and our family wasn't uh, running around a lot. So, so that's taken you know some time. But but we've really enjoyed it. Um, the activities and the lives that both our daughters are, are living right now. Um, 
but it is it uh, it does get noticeable even in the evenings week mm-hmm. week weeknight evenings I come home from work uh, you know my travel with my jobs a little less right now so I'm at home more and you know the evenings are a little different but um, uh, but they've been good but it, it seems like every weekend we're going we're doing mm-hmm. we're doing something yeah it's fabulous um, but as far as like I think how you get through that too especially you know with our faith and it has helped me a lot I, obviously when you're sending both of your children you know to a different state living their lives you know you kind of prepare them the whole way as you're raising them for this and then when they're there you do have to let go some but I will say this it sure does help when I know that they both have relationships with Jesus and they are both active in their faith and they rely on him and you kind of I kind of have to wake up probably for this past year I'm waking up every day and releasing releasing my children every day to God and just saying okay Lord you know I, I used to pray pretty hard on certain things and when they had certain events or certain or if I was concerned about certain things I would pray Oh, do this, do that. And I'm sitting here thinking, oh my goodness, he has better plans. He has greater plans. He has purpose for them that I don't even know about. And so to me every day, it's helped me, I think, uh, relax a little more with the separation and them being gone to know that, okay, I'm releasing them to God every day and just saying, okay, God, you know what is best for them. Watch over them. You know, in one of my prayers for them, I'm always praying for him to keep them in, in his gate of safety and protection and keep his angels around them and evil away from them. That's very helpful to me as far as just talking about faith and, you know, because that does come into play in the empty nesting, at least to relieve some of my anxieties as a parent um, and, and letting them, having to let them go. Um, it's, it gives me a little more trust and strength and it actually is even helping grow my relationship with God and building trust and um, but yeah I'm really proud of them and their walks in that too I don't know how you how you have coped with if that if you have anything to share with that yeah I do it's um, I think it's really interesting because we're all we're all unique individuals and so we always always process things um, in unique ways and so all that is I saw all that happening our daughter's whole lives and how you've been so connected with that faith side of faith side of things with with both of them um, I can't remember the name of my episode that I did with Abby was it hashtag that's dad or something yeah. like that yeah. um, but I talked a little bit about uh, you know in my adult life uh, I've spent a lot of years on my own journey trying to connect how faith faith's always been a part of my life um, but it's gone in different phases through my whole life. And uh, in my adult life, and certainly being a, a dad, um, those were years where I was really kind of trying to figure it out for myself as well. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I would admit, not just admit, but uh, clarify that, that your influence on both girls um, journeys and faith has has been much more influential um, but getting to this point of transition for both of them um, what what I what I have realized has occurred to me is how how supremely thankful I am for that because they're both at stages all you want as parents is from my perspective is number one 
I want my I want my daughters to be safe. I want my daughters to be happy. I want them to have a community around them that's supportive, and I want them to to, to be strong uh, individuals. And all of that I have seen is stronger, is better, is more impactful, is more connected um, when it's when it sort of all connects back through uh, through our faith and. Um, I, I now have a much deeper perspective on that uh, since they're out of the house, they're on their own, and I feel somewhat comforted by the fact that they have, they have that grounding, that they have that foundation that mm-hmm. both of them do. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, yeah, that's how I've kind of processed it is I, I felt a little bit more like I was on that journey with the girls and and we're all on that journey to a certain extent, but I really was as we were growing up. Um, and even Abby got a st- stronger connection to it and, and Morgan to a certain extent. Um, and then we've all arrived at a place where I think we all feel strong in that as a family. And, um, and that somewhat comforts me. Yeah. You know, what's really cool too is I think just as a parent, you know, and we could have, I, I would definitely overdo the time on this podcast if I went from birth till now, because man, there's some cool transitions from just starting and having your children and raising them and all of this, but to watch, and I, every time there's a phase in their lives, I'm like, this is my favorite. I love this one. Well, this one, I love this place in life we are right now. It's so cool and awesome to see your kids grow into adults and to grow in their own you know, their own beliefs and their own, you know, forever you are raised by your parents kind of saying, this is what we do. And this is, and they've come to, you know, they're owning their own thing now. And it's just awesome. It's, and, and we're learning from them. Like I learned from both of my girls now, which is really cool. They teach me things, even about faith, um, because nobody has all the answers to that. But I think um, in the last podcast we did with Abby before she left, she brought up at the end of it um, briefly how God, you know, if, if, if we love our children that much and they are so wonderful to us, think about how God feels about us. Um, and that is so true all the time comparing. And I'm, we kind of said this on the last podcast, but I think if I think about that, it's really cool to think, okay, God looks at us. We are his children and he's watched us grow and he's watching us grow in our faith and he's watching us grow. And we, he loves for us to lean on him. He wants us to. And it's good when you compare it. Like sometimes when you're praying and you're like, oh, I shouldn't pray for this. God doesn't need, this is silly. Uh, there are bigger things in this world or there are things like that. And God's looking at you. I, I kind of put it on myself and think, okay, if my daughter came up to me and said, hey, can you do this? Or can you help me with this or whatever? Nothing's too, I, I want to hear everything. I want every tiny thing. I want every big thing. They're all important to me. And I think about that as our Heavenly Father is up there saying, hey, give me the big and the small. I want it all because I want relationship with you. And He wants it and He wants to He wants to give it to you and He wants to help you and He wants to love you just like the parent-child relationship we have here on earth. So a lot of times that's helped me in understanding just learning my relationship with him of that. I don't know how you feel about that either. Yeah. If, I, if that, if you relate it like that. Um, well, I, I, again, I, I, I think that, um, as a parent, um, you know, what I, what I just strive for is to have, 
uh, our kids, our daughters, in a place that they are, that they're safe, they're loved, they're happy, um, that they're that they're strong, that they're they're contributing to society, that they um, feel like that they have a role to love others, and in both of them, I see that I see that strong in both of them, and um, you know I've. I've always attributed that a lot to your influence on both of them and less about, you know, I, I went a lot of years where I worked a lot. I'm trying to be a little bit better about that now, but, um, you know, I regret not having more time for them. And, and I think we all have some regrets over those mm-hmm. certain things, but I try to try to get past that and, and just have the best relationships that, that I can, uh, where we are today we are where we are and where we are in life and with these transitions that are going to happen and support them but back to your your point of of having that grounded in a foundation um, of faith and have that shared with my daughters and and the way i um, have come to believe that that is a relationship and uh, i think i think god through jesus has told us to you know love each other like you love me and if you need an example, just remember how I loved you, you know, kind of just to simplify things like that. And then have that kind of love. Well, it's a bigger love from a from a God and, and Jesus, but the, the, the best love, more most meaningful love that we know as 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 humans, as human beings, is that love of a parent and their child, I believe. Mm-hmm. At least, you know, mm-hmm. um, Certainly, in in our case, and it and it's different than any love I have for anyone or anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's just um, I think anyone who might be a parent listening, or if you are a child, believe me, your parents um, just have a have a unique kind of, of love for you. And um, I think that that that's all God can look is to, for us to aspire uh, and be inspired. Mm-hmm. to love each other the same way. And I think something important, too, and I feel like Abby and I have touched on this at some point. Um, you know, we only know family as I have experienced it with my family and Matt has with his and us together with our own. So we only know that version. That's the only meaning personal experience-wise. But there are some of you out there that may not have that same family dynamic. You might not have, you know, you might be living with a single parent or um, you might be living, I don't know, you could be living in foster care. It could be anything. But understand that there are, when we talk about parents' love and people, if, if you don't, you know, if you're sitting here and you're listening and you're like, wait, I don't have, you, you do have that. You have it right there with your father in heaven. You have it at your access right there. And there are, I'm sure that he has placed people in your life in your lives to be that person for you, it might not be a biological um, mom or dad. It could be it could be anybody. Um, but I think the important thing to remember is that you have that access right there inside of you. Jesus, the Spirit is Holy Spirit is living inside of you. He is directly in contact with God and. Is, is in your favor for everything. So you have the access to a father right there that you can trust, that you that loves you. And um, if you don't have that, if you don't feel that you have that direct support system um, immediately at your fingertips, you do, you do have it there. 
and uh, and I'm I would say lean on and um, lean on the people around you too that uh, can support you and help you through those things to give you that family because family looks a lot different and definitions of family can uh, look a lot differently than I, what I think are. that's a great great point I mean there is just the family dynamics are so varied it's single parent homes it's foster care it's two parent it's it's everything that that um, uh, that exists and um, it's hard especially when you're young um, but to know that you have this relationship no matter what your dynamic is uh, of of um, of, of a of a grace and a love that we don't even really fully understand but is unconditional and is is always there you know sometimes in in life's transitions in life's challenges that is hard to see but um, but it is but it is there and um, no matter what your dynamic is um, there is um, you know that's a constant that's a constant in life mm-hmm. so how do you uh, so so getting back to our transitions? Mm-hmm. We if you think about you know where our life stands, um, you know we're still in in, in Bowling Green, Kentucky, um, and both girls are in Nashville. As we said earlier, we've got one who is you know graduated college. She started life. She's now engaged. We think very you know we're we're very excited to welcome this young man into our life. Um, been living on her own for a year. We've got one who's finished her freshman year in college and is, is off experiencing something new away from the house and from home for and further away for mm-hmm. a longer time than she mm-hmm. ever has been her whole life. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of odd, but but what's interesting and maybe a little bit about what you and I were talking about earlier, I haven't been as um, as anxiety filled as I thought I would be about all this mm-hmm. I do get I do worry I do worry all the time I'm an over worrier I just am that way so um, when I think about the girls on their own but but I haven't been as anxious as I thought I would be mm-hmm. and maybe that is God kind of poking me saying hey it's gonna be okay the girls mm-hmm. are because I know the girls are fantastic I know they're wonderful it does pe- help to have people. amazing girls yeah they're ama- they're amazing <laughs> they're grounded they're have a great foundation. They have wonderful people and friends around them. That all helps. But uh, I thought I'd be more anxious than I am. Yeah. And I, I really haven't been. Yeah. I think it does help just to lean on him and pray. And this is, I've, I think this has been talked about before, so I apologize if it's a repeat. But, um, and this is might not tie in, but it just has come to me on the, I don't know, just leaning into whether it's the Bible or prayer or whatever, you know, in these transitions, in these hard moments, uh, it's real easy to pick up the phone and call people and talk to people if you are stressed or you and I talk to people. But I really do think coming to God in prayer, opening your Bible, things like that. It's like when you buy a piece of furniture and you, it's always called the Bible or um, instruction manual. Um, And I don't know, Matt, I guess we could say based on Abby's move into her uh, dorm, I remember we had moved in. This is, I'm going all over the place. It's a little, maybe y'all will feel like Abby's back or something. I don't know. She gets it naturally. Um, We moved Abby into her dorm and we came home to spend the night one night because it was kind of a two-day process. And this piece of furniture had come in to uh, be delivered and we kind of forgot it needed to be put together and we were exhausted. We come in. And so my question is, 
to you people out there. Are you read the instructions people when putting together a piece of furniture or are you the ones that throws it to the side and you sit there and you say, okay, let's figure this out. Well, Matt and I that night, first of all, we were like, oh, we're so exhausted. We come in and it, I mean, it's a really simple thing. It's one of those cubby things. It's not, but this, for some reason, our brains were just not processing. I'm pretty sure we tried to have the paper there, but I think we also tried to do it ourselves without fully reading it. You know, it was one of those things that you look at the pieces and you're like, surely we can just. I was just testing you. Oh, no, no, no. I knew how to do it the whole time. (laughs) No. Yeah. So we, like, the first one, I think we just were trying halfway to do. And then we got the instruction, which was like, okay. And we kind of started figuring it out. But I guess my point to this story is. Now, this is why I always say, the, uh, you know, reading the Bible is our instruction manual. And if we put it over to the side and you just kind of leave it over there and you maybe just go, oh, I'm just going to look at a piece and whatever, you know, if you follow the instructions and you do everything in that instruction manual, when you put the piece of furniture together, it's going to be steady and, you know, probably be put together better and everything else and hold things better and just not be as shaken I guess and when I think about that like with the Bible if you read it it's going to give you so much it gives you all those instructions in life now does it mean you're going to not have mess ups and bumps and all this no but you're the foundation the strength the it's going to be better it's going to just be better a better path if you can follow that and put that in your life a little bit I don't know this is a little side note from everything but it made me think about the move and us going through that I just think that um and and as for me I would love to sit here and tell you that every day I'm sitting there reading my bible you know diligently every day and just going at it but I do I do have my days when my bible's sitting there and it's like hello and sometimes but it never fails when uh, I'll talk to the girls too and Morgan or Abby and we'll say we had our God time we got up and we did our God time we read the Bible and it nine times out of ten they're like oh my gosh I feel so good my day's just starting off right it just it's just interesting it's kind of like putting a little shelf together it's just it just starts off better and so that's a little random probably didn't fill in it didn't you know you know we don't practice we don't practice these things ahead we don't write things down and take notes we're just kind of going with it but that came in my head for whatever reason so maybe somebody out there needed it no i think that's good i i what it kind of gets me thinking of is and i said this on my uh episode that i was on with abby is i admittedly am not a great bible reader i don't you know it's it's not that um because i i believe yeah i think there is uh, it is an instruction manual. It's that uh, it's it's the word that that helps to um, you know tell the life, uh, tell the story of the life of Jesus, and and uh, among you know all kinds of other things. Um, so there's no reason why I do or I don't, but I just never have. But what I have realized is that there are other ways um, if we're just present and we're thinking about it uh, that we experience. Uh, we experience faith. We experience God. We experience life, and the Bible is absolutely one, and, and should be in our lives. I thought about Abby sending us the video. She sent us a video of uh, a hike she did on top of uh, Diamond Diamond, Diamond, Diamond Head, Head. Mm-hmm. and uh, uh, showed us um, images from up there. I actually Facetimed me and, and showed me where she was. Just beautiful, Breath- absolutely beautiful, and. Uh, for, for me, I've, I've been certain places or anytime I'm at the ocean, um, that for me is, it just, 
I, I just I just sort of feel God. I just feel in those moments in, the, in beauty. People feel that in nature. Mm-hmm. People feel that and see that in working with other people um, uh, in mm-hmm. a philanthropic way or even just a day-to-day basis or, or, or Worship music. So, yeah, different thing. Everybody go, experiences going to Going to church, worship music, singing, music, you know, period. So there's so many ways that we encounter it. I think we just have to, um, we have to remember that, that it's all around us and that grace uh, is leading us to peace. And this life is hard. He told us it was going to be challenging. It was going to be hard. And so these transitions that we find with our kids or even the transitions we're going through as not only just as parents, but as people and our marriage and our relationship, uh, because those things change over time as well. You can't be together this long and not, you know, have those things. And as uh, not only kids but life changes, um, you know, it's 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 uh, it, it it has uh, an impact on on our relationship and um, understanding that being present and understanding that. All of this is is hard. There's challenges to overcome, but um, you know God God is telling us that um, you know that those uh, that those are a way to get to peace, mm-hmm. and um, and I think that's somewhat comforting to me, even though I still uh, struggle with just the anxieties of life. It is somewhat comforting when I think about that. Yeah. So. True. So what else? What else? Uh, what are you? Oh. Uh, also, are you feeling? You got something else? I have something else. I'm feeling okay. That I want to share. Well, we kind of. I mean, I don't know how much. We like. We could really elaborate on our kids so much and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But this is something I read this morning. My devotional that you were so eager to hear in the bed this morning. Okay. Yeah, Rick Warren. I get him sent to me every day. Um, and I, I love him. Um, he's a great guy. He um, Saddleback Church, I think, is his church, and I forgot where he lives. Sorry, uh, but Abby, every time I get up in the morning and do my devotional time, I'd you know read that one, and I'd always say to her, "Time to read Little Rick," you know. So anyway, we um, I read it this morning, and Matt was so excited. He was <laughs> he was really excited because the funny thing was it was talking about how to be enthusiastic your whole life like how to be and it made me actually think of Abby um, with enthusiasm because it's like wow like excitement enthusiasm I mean just go and it's like how do you live like that forever like all the years and all the ups and downs and all the things and it was really cool I just learned something new that I think is worth sharing um, it's I just it's just a little something neat but the word enthusiastic um, the Greek form of the word enthusiastic is N-E-N, theos, T-H-E-O-S. So enthusiastic, that Greek translation is in theos. And the, what it means, N-E-N, is the word I-N. And theos is God, in hmm. God. So enthusiastic in Greek is in God. So it's so cool. It just made me think like, because a lot of people will tell me, oh my gosh, Abby, and she's so enthusiastic, and she's always excited. She always like that. She, and you know, I always say, man, that's just Jesus living inside of her. And it really just, when I read that this morning, I just thought it was really cool. Um, just the entheos, in God. And when you're, when God is in you, and you are in Christ, and Christ is in you, and you're living that, and you kind of put the blinders on everything else in the world, and you just... Just shut it down. All the because if you let the world come around you and you listen to it all, it's gonna, 
you are not going to be enthusiastic. <laughs> and I just thought it was really cool. If you can just listen to Jesus and keep your eye on him, you know, focus on the things unseen, not the things that are seen. Like just focus on him, make him your focus and just practice being in God and, and Christ in you. And I think we might find more enthusiasm and more excitement in, in all things and even the little things and even just the mundane things. You can get excited about going to clean the toilet. Wow. <laughs> so exciting. But anyway, I just thought that was cool to share. So what do you think about that? I think. Are you more excited now than when I read it to you this morning? Is I don't know. What, I don't know what you're talking about. I got in late, <laughs> and I was uh, no. I I actually think that that is neat, and um, I always say or have heard other people say the same thing. It's not that I, I made it up or anything, but uh, attitude is contagious, mm-hmm. and um, I love people who are consistently upbeat, positive, and I love the word enthusiastic. Um, it is who you want to you want to surround yourself like you're magnetic yeah. it's like you want to be by them well and and if you think about it i think we all would admit when you get around those type of of individuals um they they can they tend to maybe not every time but most of the times they pick you up a little bit mm-hmm. even if you're having a bad day or bad week or something's going on they kind of pick you up a little bit so attitude is contagious and and i did not know that i learned something Very. today too i did not know Very. that about the definition the greek translation greek. of yeah. the word mm-hmm. um so that's pretty cool too but yeah. but yeah i I think anybody, uh, you, I love to, to be around people who are uh, more enthusiastic and positive in that because um, it always seems to, to pick me up a little bit. Uh, so I like that. One thing to keep, as, a, as we talk about enthusiastic people, upbeat people, you know, all that kind of stuff. One thing to keep in mind, if you have a person like that in your life that you know like that, that's like that majority of the time, uh, bear with them when they're having a downtime because it kind of gets a little pressure too as well because well you notice it more yeah because I, I, it's so exactly. out of character for that person. and and it yeah. can be kind of hard i've noticed it with abby and even myself it's kind of like even my family says to me they're like what's wrong oh i get worried <laughs> like what's if wrong you, mom you guys are yeah down you're yeah. right you're and right. so Cause... so abby and i similarly a little bit i think have this energy and we're all whoo, whoo. and the minute we aren't it's like What's wrong? What's wrong? And and it's a little pressure. Abby and I have talked about it because it's like, wait, can't we just like let us have a little, just let us have our little moment. And it doesn't last very long, but we just kind of have to have it. But if we feel like, and um, if you feel like you're pulling everybody up with your enthusiasm, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm, I got to keep going. But you really got to take care of yourself too. And you mm-hmm. got to let yourself know. Um, but in general, I guess we go back to the entheos and just say, in God, keep, keep that. And I guess... In those moments, you just you got him there, and it all work out. But I just um, just a little reminder for those out there uh, that have those people. Don't always panic when they kind of calm down. Sometimes they gotta. And I think you just said something really important: is you've got to remember where you are personally. So if you mm-hmm. are one of those enthusiastic and you, you mm-hmm. uh, people, and you feel you 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 might arrive at a point where you feel like you have to be that way all the time because people come to expect it and people rely on you. To help bring them up, and it and it and it um, uh, it can wear on you a little bit, and mm-hmm. you feel like, oh, I always have to be on, I always have to be. It can this be exhausting way. if you're not careful. Yeah, just remember, um, uh, take take a moment and just feel like you feel, and and tap and into God for your refueling yeah. too, because sometimes you just need refueling. Sometimes you're not being fueled, and 
you don't need to expect those around you to refuel fuel you because you can just have Jesus refuel you. Mm-hmm. And that's all you need, you know. That's another whole nother probably pod episode is not expecting uh, your spouse, your kids, your parents, your job, your whatever to refuel you. You really got to figure out how to refuel yourself without, um, but that's a whole nother thing to dive into on another so, time, So, and, and, and speaking of that and, and, refueling or or uh, kind of um, you know what happens next is uh, what are we going to do over these next few weeks we're going to have to think about um, the content we're going to share where it doesn't look like we're going to be in the same place next well, we week figure, we got to figure this out a little bit yeah so so, so we'll hey to... if y'all have any ideas you can go over to Abby's um, on the Instagram that's like pod and you can give some suggestions if you have anything you want to hear or see or talk love about love that love that just give yeah. us some ideas I'd love it we'd love a little um, we're trying to figure some things out and but really I guess we're getting kind of kind of to the point of our time which I can't I know you can't believe when I actually say that but <laughs> but um, just to let y'all know, we are trying to decide right now if we are going to go out on the water and kayak today, or we got to we got to kind of keep up with these kids that are doing their Maymaster. If we're doing Maymaster, we have to do something besides just sit on the beach. So we may kayak, we may rent a little, uh, what do they call it? A little two seater, a little small little boat. They called uh, it something. They actually, the woman said it's like a golf cart on the water. Go kart. I mean, sorry, so. go kart, yeah. not golf cart. Either one works. Yeah, um, either one. Yeah, it's just a little mini. So, kind of little, little what should we do? What do you think we should do? Or should we? I don't know, but sit? we we are. I think we are very thankful for one thing. We're thankful for good weather. We're thankful for um, just being able to be here in a new yes, day to help um, help. I guess carry the uh, the podcast a little bit. Hopefully, uh, you all will stick with us over these next few weeks as well. And um, and Abby, I know you are listening. Um, we love you, and yes, we I mean, do. hopefully, this has been uh, this has been uh, not as good as your <laughs> hosting of the podcast and everything. But uh, we hope we don't let you down, baby. Enough. But uh, and but we're yeah, praying I, for you. I love the idea. If anybody has some things, hey, mm-hmm. we'd love to hear you talk about this. Um, you know, send it our way. Yeah, but, um, for sure. What and else? Anything else today? There's the. I, hmm, I don't know anything. No. Nah. I guess this is the point where we come to, which we really didn't discuss how to close, but yeah, we didn't want to say it, but I guess as Abby says, Jesus loves you, we love you, and that's life with the rents. Yep, and we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Y'all have a great day.